Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. We're reading from Proverbs 14, verse 31, and 19, verse 17, and 22, verse 2. An interesting combination that the uh, Kellers put together. I'm going to read it as one. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. For the past few days, I've had the privilege of talking to you about the poor. And I mean, this has been really enriching for me. I've learned so much. We learned that we are to investigate and care about the problems and challenges of those who are living in poverty. That we are to be willing to cross the lines that divide us, to build relationship with them. And that we are to actively work at taking down the oppressive systems, organizations, and people who exploit the poor and join Jesus in taking up their case. Now, if we're not careful, all of this can build on us a sense of superiority. You know, hear me out for a second. When we're constantly the ones who come to the rescue, we can start to forget that we too are poor in some ways, even if maybe not financially, but relationally, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, etc. We can also forget that the poor have much to teach us. Oh, yes, they do. Today's Proverbs link one common ground that we all have. Every person, every person is created in the image of God. Genesis 1 teaches us a powerful and clear picture of God's intent for all of humanity. We are his creation. So I want to read to us from verse uh, 26 through verse 31. This is how God chose to create every single person on this earth. And God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit and with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. In these passages, we see that God created humanity in his likeness. He created humanity to rule, but not to rule each other. He created humanity to be creative like he was creative. You know, a lot of times when we think about being created in the image of God, we think, what does that mean? There's a lot of theologians have argued about this, and I happen to have taught the deep dive class on the image of God, and we learned that in many ways our likeness to God, or our ability to be like God, includes his attributes, uh, the ability to love, to think, to have intellect, to have wisdom, 
uh, to have kindness and all these other attributes. But it also shows that God is relational in nature, and so we were created in his likeness and that we are relationship beings. We are in relationship with one another. And we were created to join him in his mission. Uh, We were created to create, to bless, to cultivate, to multiply, to care for God's creation. And there's no distinction here between those who are poor or wealthy. It doesn't say that the wealthy, the smart, you know, the good-looking, the well-connected get to serve God in this capacity while the poor, well, they just get to receive good stuff. No, it doesn't even mention the poor. Here, every single person is commanded to be fruitful and increase in number to fill the earth and subdue it. These are terms of cultivation. God calls every person, every human, to cultivate his creation. And he equips each and every one of us, especially for the task. This means the poor are not just causes for us to focus on, but co-laborers in the work of stewarding God's creation. One thing that we know is that the poor are extremely resourceful and they have much to teach us. There's much we can learn from them and they have great ideas. There was a time where Jim and I went on a vacation to Morocco and we went golfing and we were assigned a caddy to carry our bags. Now we told them we could carry the bags ourselves, but they insisted that was not even an option. So the man who was assigned to us, uh, he was to carry the bags for us the whole time and it would be dishonoring not to let him do his job. So we did. Now, when he showed up, he had damaged clothes, and his shoes were in really bad condition. And that was a little startling for us, as, you know, in the U.S., when you have a caddy, they look sharp, right? But as we got to know him on our golf walk, we learned that he and his community, they would travel to Casablanca every year to get new clothes, and the time was coming soon, and he was so excited. You see, from Casablanca, they would bring back clothes that were imported from the United States, they pick up the clothes at the dock where the ships delivered pallets of tightly packed clothing delivered by the Salvation Army. And with his broken English, he gave us a clear picture of what that scene must have been like. It seemed like a bit of chaos as people rushed to the dock and ripped open the plastic wrapped cubes of clothes as soon as it touched the ground off the ship. And they were looking for gems like Nike shirts and shoes and all kinds of good stuff. And they came back with a loot of great clothes to wear all year round. They only did it once a year, and that was good enough. And his point was, he never had to go shopping for clothes. Imagine that. How many of us are buying clothes all the time because there's something new in fashion? We're chasing the trend, you know, skinny jeans, bell bottoms, back to skinny jeans, bell bottoms. This is exhausting. When there's so so much clothes out there, really, how much do we need? This man, he was not exhausted by clothes shopping. To him, it was a great adventure and a vacation. And he had all that he needed. His clothes, while they may have been stained, they were clean. What an attitude. This allowed him to have capacity, mental and financial capacity, for other more important things. And in his case, probably food. In what way are we forgetting to be creative, adventurous, resourceful, because we have too much? See, the poor can teach us that. But that's not all the poor can do. Not only can they help us get kind of good perspective because we can lose it, but also they can come up with innovative ideas to solve problems, big problems, their problems and our problems. They can invent products, create solutions, generate progress, and so much more. And only if we work together with mutual respect could we come up with those solutions together. Man, what could we accomplish? So let's not show pity for our brothers and sisters who have less. That's what the proverb is trying to tell us. 
Every person is created in the image of God, and they deserve to be treated with dignity, love, and respect. Father, thank you for reminding us of that today. Thank you for the opportunity to care for those who have less, those who are oppressed. Thank you for calling us to that and challenging us that to that over the last few days. But now thank you, God, for recalibrating our minds to make sure we don't think that we're better than, Father, but rather that we would be open, open to learn and to collaborate with our brothers and sisters to bring solutions to these huge problems. They are complex and they are far beyond any one of us to solve. So thank you, Lord, for these incredible lessons, for today's lesson and for the lesson that comes tomorrow. You're always good to us and we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.